Welcome to the MX Podcast featuring Dan Roberts. Hey, welcome to another episode of the MX Podcast. If you're watching this on YouTube, you'll notice that this is live. I'm talking to you on camera rather than behind a microphone, just to mix it up a little bit. So today I'm going to talk a little bit technically. I'm going to talk about two weight training exercises, which I think are fundamental and are helpful to every woman, every person who is, should be doing these two exercises. Now, I'm going to be demonstrating them so you can watch them if you're on YouTube. Uh, for those listening on iTunes and on Spotify, etc., it's okay. I'll explain it as best as I can so you can visualize it as you go on. But uh, yeah, th these two moves I use with all my female clients and they're ones you've probably seen, no doubt, but I want to go a little bit more in detail about how to do them perfectly. So the first exercise is called a Romanian deadlift. So a Romanian deadlift is a posterior chain exercise. Posterior chain, posterior means it's working muscles at the back of the body, in particular the hamstrings, the glutes, and the lower back. Chain, because they work together as a unit. Now, when you work muscles as a unit, you get more, much more muscle activation than working muscles independently. So if you're trying to build muscle and burn fat or get fitter, get more athletic, it makes sense to have more compound moves. Compound moves, things like bench press, squats, deadlifts, they're big movements. Where isolated moves, where you're working like just the forearm or just the anterior deltoid or just the tibialis anterior, these little tiny muscles, they're more for sculpting exercises or for rehab or for prehab. So, remaining deadlift, you want to do it with a weight. So you've got options of using a trap bar, you've got uh, dumbbells, you've got a kettlebell, you've got a barbell. There's different, they have a slight different effect, but not that big an effect. The biggest variable is actually how heavy you lift. Uh, a good rule of thumb is to aim to build up to your body weight if you're a lean woman. And I'm guessing you're a lean woman because this is the MX podcast and MX product, the MX home workout and the MX classes are very much designed for me based on my experience with Victoria's Secret models and Sports Illustrated models and the vast majority of my clients in London are actresses and models, they're lean women who do not want to look bulky and like hench. It's fine if you do want to look like that but it's not really uh, my, it's not what I do most of the time. Okay, So I'm guessing if you're listening to this podcast then you're probably uh, liking that aesthetic more than a really, really massive, like sort of CrossFit aesthetic, like very O-developed or a bodybuilder aesthetic. Not that there's anything wrong in that, just to clarify that point. Okay, so if you're watching on YouTube, I'm going to use two dumbbells to demonstrate. Um, if you're practicing this at home, practice with no weight first. Let's talk about the movement. So you start off with shoulder, your feet shoulder width apart, Stand up tall with your pelvis in neutral position. A good place to find neutral is to put your hand on your hips and just tilt back and tilt forward, tilt back and tilt forward, and you want to end up in a middle position. And then this position is kind of how you want to start. It's also how you want to finish. Okay, so how you do a deadlift is you tilt your hips and then you bend over forward so you feel a stretch on your hamstrings and you try and maintain a flat back. You do not run around your back. That's not good for you you want to keep a flat back. Okay. Then you go down low enough that your back is horizontal. So it's a really good idea to practice in front of a mirror or a camera. Now, depending on the limb length, uh, you'll have to either bend your knees a lot or bend them a little. 
That's why everyone's different. That's why you shouldn't copy what other people are doing in a gym because we've all got different anatomies, okay? The principle is you want to have a flat back. So your back is vertical, parallel to the floor. Then you drive your heels into the floor, which engages more the posterior chain muscles, the hamstrings, the glutes, the lower back. And then you push your hips forward and you tense up your glutes and your abs. And that helps maintain good posture. You're also working your a little bit your triceps, your shoulders, your abs and core when you're doing uh, deadlifts. Now there are different types of deadlifts. You've got um, classical deadlifts, which are more like a squat. You've got like sumo deadlifts where you're working more inner thighs. Romanian ones are particularly good for getting that definition of where your hamstrings end and your glutes start. That's why I like them. That's why I use them a lot with girls, with models, actresses who need to have sculpted uh, derrieres for their job. You know. Another thing to think about is breathing. Okay. Generally speaking, when you're doing weights, you want to breathe out when you're standing, when you're lifting up, when you're doing the hard part of the movement. Okay. Now, to be a bit more technical about it, what you should really do is you have to think about the core and you have to think about inter-abdominal pressure. When you hold your breath, you actually increase inter-abdominal pressure, which actually creates a band, basically it switches the core on, creates like a band of tightness around your abs, a bit like wearing a corset, and it basically secures you. It, it makes it safer. So we have to think, what's the most dangerous part of a deadlift? It's actually the first two or three inches when you lift up off the floor. That's the bit really when you should be holding your breath. So if you imagine you're standing up, you've got the weight, you breathe in, and then as you bed down, you hold your breath, you hold your breath, you hold your breath, you keep your breath hold, even when you touch the floor, only when you're up roundabout by your shins, so the final kind of two thirds of the movement upright, should you breathe out. If you do that, you're increasing inter-abdominal pressure and you're just making it safer and you'll be able to lift a bit heavier as well. So other things to think about when you're doing the Romanian deadlift. One is a tempo. Now there's different types of tempo you can do. Tempo is the speed of movement. I like, for those of you who know MX and doing the workout, you know I like breaking down the movement tempo into four numbers, which is basically the eccentric phase, the, the hold at the bottom, the concentric phase, and the rep rest in between the next exercise. So for example, if we do a bicep curl and I go up and then go down, there's actually four movements there. There's the how long it takes to go up, there's a how long do I hold it in that top position, how long do I take to go down, and also how long do I stay in that down position before I do the next rep. Okay. So we're doing deadlift. I like a tempo of one second up, two seconds hold, and three seconds down. Second up, two seconds hold, and three seconds down. And if you're watching on YouTube, you can, um, you know, you can watch me demonstrating that, but just visualize it. Now, when you're learning, it's safer to start off with maybe two or three seconds on the way up, and a couple of seconds long uh, hold, sorry, and then maybe like four or five seconds away down, because that will actually increase the tension in the muscles and allow you to, allow your body to get used to the movement, okay? So, Romanian deadlifts are a fundamental move uh, in terms of how many reps you should do and what weight you should do. Well, I said you should aim up to your body weight, but you want to start off with a third to half your body weight initially, be it on a barbell or dumbbells, and then every week go a little bit heavier. It's always progressive overload. That's how the body adapts. So just very gently go a little bit heavier each time, no more than 10% heavier a week, and then slowly you can get closer to your goal. Now, if you wanted to get really big, 
really like big glutes, then you should work up to lifting double your body weight, even three times your body weight. A lot of like professional sprinters I've worked with, uh, female sprinters, they can lift heavy, heavy weights. And that's fine if you want to develop power and you want to have that kind of very strong look. Um, but if you're, even models I work with, I've had uh, Letitia, she won uh, Britain's Next Top Model a few years ago. She was lifting 95 kilos deadlifts. She wasn't bulky, you know. So I've lifted, I've got my female model clients lifting up to like one and a half times their body weight. I would not go heavier than that. Even one and a half is like borderline, depending on like, if you're curvy, you can get way of a bit stronger glutes. If you're more like a swimwear model, if you're catwalk or kind of Victoria's Secret, I'd probably stop around about sort of 1.25 times body weight is enough. Um, point is, I'm guessing you're probably not lifting that heavy at the moment. Most people don't lift that heavy. Most women don't lift that heavy. So you've probably got quite a big uh, area to play in before you need to worry about getting too big. So don't worry about that and just keep on lifting heavier. Make sure you have good form. And just to reiterate a point, the reason I like remaining deadlifts rather than say squats or classical deadlifts is that the quads don't work too much. Um, if your quads work too much, they will um, get bigger. They just will. Uh, and for the type of the look which MXs like and the models I work with like, it's usually not bulky quads. Uh, but if you have strong hamstrings, that just gives you more lines, more definition. It won't make you, it won't make your measurements bigger, um, nor will it make you look bulky. So generally speaking, it's best to work the posterior chain rather than anterior muscles, such as quadriceps, if you like that lean look. All right, exercise number two. We're going to do a sumo squat. So a normal squat, you're working the quads, the glutes and lower back. Very good for building up quad strength, which is good if you, uh, if you need that for sports, need that for life. However, if you like a lean look, like I just mentioned, very easy to bulk out. So I like doing sumo squats. That's where if you imagine you're standing upright and you take a big step wide, so your feet are about and then a meter or so apart, and you turn your feet out wide, anything from like 30 to 45 degrees. So 30, 40, I'd say 45, when I do it, I do it 45 degrees. And then you hold a weight, maybe a kettlebell or a dumbbell, and you go down low. What happened? And these start falling forward. You have to actively push your knees out wide, and you're working these muscles, the adductors, the inner thigh muscles, and you're also working something called your glute medius. Now your glute medius, basically is a side bump. It's the muscles just on the side curve of the glutes. Uh, when I'm, again, when I'm working with uh, like lingerie models and swimmer models, we do want to sculpt the body. So I do spend quite a lot of time working on the glute medius. It gives it more curve. So the glutes become more like sort of peach shaped, I guess, rather than just sort of sticking out. Um, Glute maximus basically makes your bum stick out. Glute medius gives it more curve and more sweep. So you kind of want to have a balance of both muscles, particularly if you're lean and you're kind of creating or sculpting uh, a body. Now, with the sumo squats, tempo-wise, I would go for three seconds down, hold for two seconds, and then two seconds up. So I do it a little bit differently from remaining deadlifts. I find that tempo's best for maximizing uh, muscle contraction and also maximizing, just basically maximizing results. Now, as with the remaining deadlifts, you do want to drive your heels down into the floor as you're squeezing up because that will help activate the posterior muscles or stop the quads taking over. 
a good little experiment when you're doing squats or sumo squats or deadlifts is to do the opposite. Actually drive your weight through your toes as you stand up and you'll feel your quads, particularly, you know, the muscles like in the front of your thighs, around your knees, you'll feel those switch on. And if then the next rep you drive the heels down instead, you'll feel not in the quads and you'll feel it in the hamstrings. And it'll give you that kind of visceral reminder of what I'm talking about. So rather than just intellectually understanding it, play around of different form, play around of techniques. Even like when I said turn out 45 degrees, try turning out not at all, then try turning out 90 degrees like a ballerina. Play around at different angles, see how they feel. Um, don't just take my word from it or look at the science behind it. Look at the science, but also experiment. I always think training is a, it's an expression of yourself and it's so much fun learning about your body. So yeah, listen to me, listen to other you know strength coaches and experts, read journals if you want to, that's all great. But you've got to play, you know, you've got to play and see what's best for you as well. So yeah, let's leave it there. There are two exercises. So we've got the sumo squats, they're called. Sometimes I call them ballerina squats because it sounds nicer. Uh, if you do MX, you'll know ballet squats. Um, oh yeah, I should mention the weights. With sumo squats, our, for most women, I start off with like 12 to 14 kilos and I move up to about 30 kilos. Uh, when it's really heavy, sometimes we do a barbell behind the back. I don't love that though, because if it's not, sometimes you can have compression forces in the spine. So I prefer holding dumbbells um, or like a big kettlebell down uh, in between your legs. Just be careful though, when you're holding a weight in front of you, your shoulders don't round. So always stick your chest out as you're doing it. The breathing is exactly the same as the as a Romanian deadlift where you want to breathe out at the end and you want to have that inter-abdominal pressure in the lowest phase. So when you're lifting off the floor, you should really be contracting around the abs and the core and the lats should be braced. Um, yeah. Hey, so that's it. Thanks so much for listening. I'm not too sure if this format worked at all today. Um, I'd really appreciate your feedback. If you go to danrobertsgroup.com slash mxpodcast, that's where there's a feedback form. It's also a place where you can ask questions and I'll answer them either with another expert or myself on an upcoming episode. So yeah, let me know. Um, I'm always... I always like experimenting with stuff and I've got no idea if today's worked well or not. I'm guessing it didn't really translate that great on audio, but who knows? I mean, thing is, I've got to be honest with you. I, I promised you I'll do an episode every Wednesday and uh, for whatever reason, it's now Wednesday 9pm and I'm like, shit, I better, I better do a podcast and because I hadn't had anything planned because I was planning to interview someone, but they pulled out last minute. So I was like, oh God, what am I going to do? So I thought, you know what, while I'm in this situation, I might as well do something a little bit different. So yeah, I'm going to upload it now quickly. So it should be live by 10 p.m. tonight. All right. Hope you enjoy. I'll see you next Wednesday. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the MX Podcast. All feedback, reviews and social shares are very much appreciated. To find out more about the Methodology X Online Members Club, our award-winning MX Group Fitness Classes, or to join our global family of MX instructors, please visit danrobertsgroup.com.